Sonny walked home whistling. Life was good in spite of the war. Not that there'd been much war so far in Newcastle. The siren had gone twice during lessons, sending them scurrying down the new school shelter like well-disciplined lines of black beetles, gas masks thumping against backsides. There, they'd sung patriotic songs like There'll always be an England, and whistled like soldiers when the lights suddenly went out, which they always did. In the exciting dark, they'd stamp their feet in the puddles on the concrete floor, sending water splashing up the girls' knickers and making them scream. Then the all-clear had gone, and they'd filed blinking up into the daylight again, to find the world disappointingly unchanged. It had only been solitary jerry bombers photographing the ships in the river, the papers said afterwards. There had been a gas mask practice, when they had to file through a room full of tear gas, and Charlie Blower's gas mask had leaked, and he sat in the classroom for half an hour, tears streaming down his face, though he'd assured everybody he felt quite cheerful, just blind. Then he'd been sent home for the rest of the day, lucky swine. They'd hunted for signs of the war feverishly. Some of the ships moored in the river now had big guns on their sterns, though sadly these were hidden by tarpaulins. Harry Hardy reckoned this was to baffle the Nazi spies but everyone else reckoned it was just to keep the rain off. Once, word had come there was a real destroyer moored at the quay, with four 4.7-inch guns and eight torpedo tubes. Sonny had run all the way to see it, but when he got there, there was no smoke coming out of its single funnel, so he needn't have hurried and made himself feel sick. But the four gun turrets and the gleaming rangefinder were so real and marvellous that he'd felt quite sick all over again. But since that wonderful day, nothing had happened really. The war was a bore. At the start, half the lads in his class had cancelled their comics and bought War Weekly instead, and then swapped halfway through the week with the lads who'd bought War Illustrated. They'd hung huge maps of Europe on their bedroom walls and stuck in little British and swastika flags on pins. But the pins never moved, and the War Weekly was only full of gallant British Tommies in France giving the thumbs up from their Bren gun carriers so Sonny had cancelled War Weekly and gone back to the wizard. Other things were more important than the war now. It was nearly Christmas, and he'd brought home his school report, the best ever, especially in maths and handwork. Dad, fresh from Armstrong Sidley's, and still black in the face, had grinned and said, We'll make an engineer of you yet, which was the highest possible praise. And at the weekend, he'd had his reward, a trip to the wondrous toy shop. Alfred and Warner's in the Haymarket to choose his Christmas present.